This is a special bonus edition of the Transit Matters podcast. Transit Matters is an education and information-based advocacy group focusing on better transit in the Boston area. Find out more about us at transitmatters.info. Do we have uh, do we have time for one more quick uh, quick item? Sure, sure. Um, so the only because I see this on the we, we have the daily download thing pulled up and I see this on here and this has gotten me uh, you know the, the, my head is about to explode the hot uh, the rebate hot potato yes the rebate hot potato um, how do you, uh, well let you guys go first how do you feel about uh, the tea well there's just been this discussion about you know should the tea a lot of, a lot of people a lot of this comes out um, let me start over a lot of this comes out of the this idea that, you know, people deserve better service because we're paying so much and, you know, the idea that people don't really understand that the fares don't cover the cost and blah, blah, blah. Um, so a lot of people are saying, like, we have a right to, we should get refunds for our monthly passes for February because the service didn't run, whatever. Um, there's a lot of controversy about this, and how do you guys feel about it? Well, um, I guess, Rich, go ahead, and if you have if you have any concrete opinions that, you're, that you feel comfortable expressing at this uh, um, well, there's, it's not it's not nothing that we have pulled on. Um, right. I'm sure that if you pulled people, they would say yes. Please give me my money back. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and as a person who rides the system, I'm very glad that I don't have a monthly pass right now. That I kind of pay by the ride, um, even though it's more probably more expensive given how much I've been using it. Um, yeah, I'm of two minds about it because I mean, they really do need the money to to you know, to reinvest in the system. Right. I think they said that the, the total amount, like, that they're going to have to end up paying for the snow and ice removal and all that kind of stuff, the damage done and everything, was like $36 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rebate would cost somewhere between 3.6 to $10 million, Okay. Well, I mean, so, and remember, you know, we're talking about, this is, you know, one of the challenges talking about these things is the, just the scale of the different Do numbers. people understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty significant, the 3 to 10, you know, your late night tea service is going to cost you, what, 25? So yep. it's a good chunk of change. Um, but I do think that as a sign of goodwill to the people who ride the tea, that there should be, they should at least look at some way to do it, maybe give people a discount going forward. That's been something that's been being, been proposed might be logistically easier to do a discount than to do a rebate as well. Right, because uh, I, I do know that uh, when I came, when I moved to Boston about uh, 2009, um, there was a a passenger bill of rights, and in, in in that passenger bill of rights, there was an entitlement to the riders or a promise to the riders that uh, if your service was more than 30 minutes late, uh, that you were entitled to a refund and. Um, according to the article here from Commonwealth Magazine on this particular issue, um, it actually cost the the T about one million dollars. So during Rich Davies' tenure, um, as kind of his way of trying to uh, to really pinch pennies and and do as much as the T could to to bridge the annual funding gap that that he kept having to to deal with, um, he cut that. And uh, so I mean that's just the history of the issue. And at least going forward. I personally feel that, and, and we've had a few people, uh, a few people echo this sentiment um, with us on Twitter. The fact that um, no, they want they want the T to keep their money to to be able to pay for that 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 gap, um, the that deficit they're going to see for the the snow cleanup. So um, I <laughs> I don't envy any of the people who are in this position. Um, I believe if I were in Stephanie Pollock's position as transport secretary. 
I probably would be saying the same thing, actually, um, that we legitimately don't have this money. But I think I think it goes back to also um, some of the polls that you've done, uh, Rich, with respect to who is responsible for this problem, who's res- who, who should take ownership. And, and it's funny that people see the long-term issues... Uh, they 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 understand they are coming to this understanding that is this this systemic problem, um, but then when it comes to their monthly fares, they, uh, it seems like a lot of writers it, it, it that that scope changes and they can't see beyond their nose and they see it as well okay I, this is a this is a customer service issue rather than a, a systemic issue they uh, whereas I see it I see it as the latter rather than a well, okay, you know, if I were on Amtrak and I missed my train or if I had to do something, then they'd give me a voucher. I mean, that's, uh, that's I think I think those two are two, two worlds apart. The, I feel like if, if Amtrak were in a similar position where literally every other um, regional service weren't running on the Northeast Corridor, I'd probably say, you know, take my money if you really, if you really need it. But the truth is that actually the federal government will help <laughs> with uh, mm. with uh, Amtrak's budget there. So um. I always come to this point that, you know, and I'll say it again, that public transit is not a business. Yeah. And we always come to with this idea, and, you know, Governor Baker wanted to push this idea as well. And We've had a few CEOs echo that sentiment. Yeah. Right. And the, the transit is not a business. And if, we, if we're thinking of it as a business, then, you know, you, yeah, you pay, okay, everybody pays the cost. Of, you know, if, if Plymouth and Brockton or Peter Pan or some company that's running commuter bus service from, you know, the Cape or whatever, um, if, if their buses don't show up for, you know, a few days, that's where you talk about, okay, this is bad customer service and you're going to give people refunds and give them vouchers so that they continue to support you because you don't want to lose all your customers. Those are right? independent operators. Right. Yeah. This is Yes, thank you. Uh, private companies. This is a public service here and public service is all of us, right? Okay, we are all responsible for this, and this is... So it is not it is not like you're trying to... Like, it's not like, you know, somebody, some CEO, some, some manager, you know, fucked up and needs to, you know, needs to just, you know, make amends, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this, so this is, a, you know, we talk about management. It's not yeah. a customer service issue, like right. you said. It's well, a, Dr. Scott's... Dr. Scott's uh, Traveling expenses did not cause this problem, right? Um, or, or dry cleaning, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if David was said about a, about a man, but that's maybe here well, or there. I, I will say that um, I'm very curious to see if blame shifts over time. If mm-hmm. we get the opportunity to do another one of these polls, and I don't know if we are going to, um, you know, we do polls for WBUR, and if they want to do us a poll, or if another client wants, is interested in the team, we'll do, we'll do that. <laughs> hey, do we have some money for that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Give us money, but we'll, uh, we'll it do se- a poll. It seems to me that maybe at the, you know, at the time when we were doing this poll, it was in the mid- middle of the snow. I think people were looking out there and seeing how much snow there was and thinking, well, of course the tea can't handle this, but if the tea continues to limp along after the snow is melted or after, you know, things are done, if the commuter rail t- continues to, to, to run poorly, I wonder then if, it, if, it, if people start to, to blame the operators more so uh, than the system. And I also think there's a distinction maybe people make in their minds between the commuter rail and the, and the regular tea mm-hmm. um, in terms of how, because there has been a lot, folk, a lot of focus on Keolis because and they are an independent, they are they're an independent company. Yeah. They just had a big, you know, full page apology to the writers in the Boston Globe, um, right? Uh, you know, so 
there, there, there may be, there's definitely some nuance there in terms of that. It also, it also gets to this issue of, you know, who should pay for transportation. You know, when you ask in the abstract, we asked in the abstracts in 2012, 2013, should we all pay for transportation or should it be paid for by user fees? You know, the fares, uh, fares people pay, tolls, you know, basically pay for what you use, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And people really like the idea of the user fee, but then when you actually test different, um, uh, you know, different revenue options. The top revenue option we tested, ironically enough, was exactly what was not exactly what, but pretty close to what the governor Patrick was proposing at the time, which was actually an income tax, sales tax reform package that had nothing to do with transportation because you wanted to use it for transportation and education. Right. So you know, it, it at the end of the day, you know, it's a it is a, a feeling in people's minds that the user should pay and that the fares should pay, and there there is this kind of sense that that, that there's a transactional nature to transportation um, in terms of how you pay for it. But when you but at the end of the day, people do also, you know, they do uh, kind of see they, the bigger picture. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do, or they don't, or they don't want to pay for it. They want, <laughs> they want somebody else's income tax to pay for it. Maybe. Yeah, which is a co very common problem in a lot of public policy polling is people want more than they want than they're willing to pay for. It's mm -hmm. like the old onion joke, right? Do we, do we have, that was from like 2000. There was a 98 percent of Americans want other people to use public transit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Yes, let me let me drive, and uh, all of you drivers get on the train so that way I can drive into work without traffic. So uh, maybe we'll see that with uh, with a uh, congestion charge, which I do, I don't know if it, it doesn't look like that you guys explicitly asked for uh, or pulled for a congestion charge, but we can talk about that at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah no, we, I'm, I, yeah. this was great, guys. I'm happy to come on again some other time, but, you know, absolutely. Sure. This has been a special bonus episode of the Transit Matters podcast. Uh, find out, visit our website at transitmatters.info, email us at feedback at transitmatters.info, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Transit Matters, you can follow me on Twitter at Critical Transit. You can follow me, Mark Ibunya, on the main Transit Matters Twitter account. You can also follow Josh Fairchild at Hatchbacks31, uh, Hatchback Singular31 on Twitter. And I'm at uh, richpar79, and it's P-A-R-R. And you can also follow Mass Inc. Polling itself uh, via Mass Inc. Polling, no spaces, no underscores, also on Twitter. If you're still listening now, uh, feel free to come and check out our upcoming uh, Beer in Transit meetup this Wednesday, March 11th at probably around 6 p.m. at some location, probably in the general downtown Boston area. Uh, more information to be posted on the website transitmatters.info very soon and we'll be having a special guest for this meetup so um stay tuned for that and uh we will probably if we don't see you there we'll probably talk to you again in a week or two